Hey yo, and welcome to Wings and Things. We are back with another episode. It is a monster episode. It's Ooh. huge. I'm so excited for this episode. Goosebumps. Producer Rob is here. How you doing? What's up, homies? I am. I'm. I'm geeked. I'm. I'm excited. You're geeked. Yes, geeked. That's an adjective. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, associate to the producer David Howard is here. What is good? Audio engineer Corey is here. What up, y'all? And. We will have a special guest in just a few minutes, oh, and I'm so oh, excited. This is going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I cannot wait. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to save, podcast I'm is gonna on save the map. The, I'm going to save the <laughs> intro for when he's In when the he's wing on, community, man. our little podcast is on the map. Ooh, I didn't know, I didn't know that was a thing, but it's we, a thing. We, we're moving we, quickly, we boys. <laughs> man, this is, this is exciting. So, yeah, um, we will have a special guest joining us in just a few minutes. And then we're going to eat wings. So uh, if you don't want to listen to this interview, which you will miss out on probably the best part of your day, uh, then you can skip ahead a few minutes till till we get to wings. But this is going to be fantastic. I'm I'm so excited, boys. I know. Hey, props to you for kind of putting this thing together. I mean, you just kind of threw a, you cast a line out there into the wild blue yonder, and all of a sudden you got a hit. And I was like, whoa! You know the big uh, the big pond of LinkedIn. You, you went <laughs> big game hunting on this one. Uh, apparently, I, I was just like, hey, let's let's see what happens. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I shot. used to make fun of LinkedIn so much, but it, it's it's legit. It, it, had, it actually it, links people. I despise all forms of social media, <laughs> That's but fair. LinkedIn, I, they all have a purpose. They I all just have don't their care purpose. for them. Yeah, I just don't care for them. Um, other than that, though, you know, we do have a wing matchup, two wing matchups that we have to get through today. We do. We do. Why don't you tell us what they are? So we're going to start off with matchup number one, Caribbean Jerk versus Teriyaki. That's like... I don't the sugar bowl maybe. Sugar bowl. <laughs> they are both going to be really sweet, um, but we'll see how that works UGA. out. And then uh, matchup two, we got uh, jammin jalapeno versus sweet barbecue. And you know jammin jalapeno. Yeah, I know that uh, that ham and jalapeno. That's right. Um, that might sneak up and steal it. It's a sneaky one. It is. It really is. We'll see how spicy it is. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, we got to get to the interview. We we really do. Y'all ready? Minute now. Yeah, let's get it. Let's do All it right. now. Let's go. All right, wings and things community. It is with great honor that we get to introduce to you a legend in the Buffalo Wing community. He has served as executive vice president and partner at Wing Zone. He's the current president of FRM Solutions Inc. and he assists franchisers with their franchisees. He's a podcast host of Franchise Today, which you can listen to on Wednesdays at 12 o'clock noon. And he is a member of several councils and trustees and boards. He's a former New York native, and now he lives in God's country in Atlanta. Woo! (laughs) He is the 2021 National Buffalo Wing Festival Hall of Flame inductee. And oh, by the way... He serves as chairman of the National Buffalo Wing Hall of Flame Committee. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Stan Friedman. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Stan. Thank you, guys. Thank I'm you for joining us. I'm not going to sleep tonight. It's going to take a while to come down off of that high. <laughs> Thank you for being here. What an intro, right? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> He's got as many titles as I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, know about yours, but you just gave yeah, me about 20 His actually means something, DH. Yours are way better. <laughs> 
So, Stan, cool. let's get started. Way back at the beginning, how did your love for buffalo wings start? It actually started in reverse. So, in 2002, I was a speaker at a franchising conference right here in Atlanta at the Intercontinental Hotel in Buckhead. And at the end of my session that I was talking on franchise development or something to do with franchise development, I had people as, you know, sometimes if you, you've been to conferences and whatever your businesses are, you know, at the end of a session, people come up and want to throw a business card to the speaker and, and say something to them. Worst part of the and conference. So <laughs> I had a couple of three guys show up in front of me and I catch it out of the corner of my eye, my peripheral vision catches the last name Friedman three times. And so I see Matt Friedman, I see Phil Friedman, and I see Nick Friedman. And it occurred to me, because Matt and Nick looked pretty much like they could be brothers, and Phil definitely looked like he could be a dad. And so my assumptive mind told me this is a family, and they're in the franchise business, and it's a dad and his two kids. Sure. So I looked at them and said, wow. You know, I had no idea that there were three other franchise three other Friedmans in franchising, much less right here in the same room. And I got immediately corrected when Phil told me, no, I'm not related to them at all. I'm just, uh, I'm just the elder Friedman. And <laughs> these two guys and I just met. Nick was the CEO of a company called College Hunks Hauling Junk. And Phil was the CEO of a company called McAllister's Deli. And wow. yep. Matt, Matt was the CEO of a little company called Wingzone. Uh, yep, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I meet the three of these guys at the same time. And because I live in Atlanta and Matt, of course, is here too, headquartered here. Um, he very, very conveniently picked my brain as hard as he could. And I was traveling globally then and doing things around the world for a company that was not food or in related at all to wings. But Matt knew of my experience and, and knew of my background in franchising, and he was a young franchisor. And so he wanted to pick my brain and get as much as I'd give him. So, hey, let me buy him lunch. Hey, let's get together. Or let's go eat some wings. Or let's go have a beer. And I did that with him for a number of months and finally said, look, I can't keep giving you all this intellectual capital for nothing. <laughs> and, <laughs> yep. and he free. said, well, why don't you come work for me? And I said, well, I, you know, I'm very honored that you would ask me to do that, but you're a startup company, you know, you're, you're just a few years old. You got 10 or 15 or 20, maybe 30 franchises. Um, at this stage of my career, I'm not going to go to work for a startup. I, I'd consider being a partner in a startup where I may have a voice that goes a little further than being an employee. Mm -hmm. And Matt, Matt said, well, what, what would that look like? I said, well, I don't know. We could talk about that. And over the next many months, he and I and his other partner, the co-founder, Adam Scott, we had several meetings. And I think less, less than a year later, we had signed paper. And I'm now in the wing business. So <laughs> Just like it was that. My, it, it was my background in franchising that was an attraction to Matt. And it was my being enamored with what Matt and Adam had accomplished on their own. I mean, you could take their collective experience in franchising and put it in the thimble and still have a lot of room left Wow! because these guys started as college kids they started at the university of florida in gainesville hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, i knew i'd get 
at least one reaction. I wasn't <laughs> yeah, sure how many more. Got a good one for me. <laughs> yeah. But literally, that's how they started. They didn't know anything about franchising. They just kind of backed into it. And so they were very successful, very intuitive at what they did. And they were in the right place at the right time because I joined them in 2003. And that was the same year that another major event in the wing business occurred. Buffalo Wild Wings went public. Mm-hmm. There you go. And so we we were the recipients of something that I've kind of dubbed, no pun intended there, I kind of dubbed it the halo effect. It's kind of like what happened in 2000 with the dot-com explosion with Y2K. Mm. You know, everybody that, anybody that had a dot-com in their name was like golden. Mm-hmm. And people people just gravitated to it like magnetism, you know, dot this, dot that. It didn't matter what it was. It was the dot-com explosion. And I think the same thing happened with Wing Zone, getting what I call that halo effect from Buffalo Wild Wings going public. All of a sudden, anybody and everybody in the world wanted to know more about getting into a wing business. <laughs> and Buffalo Wild Wings had already sold out an awful lot of territory, and they really didn't have the kind of open areas for people to develop. Well, Wings Zone, we were at 30 units. We had all the world to give away. And and literally, people came our way. And, and we benefited from that IPO taking chicken wings from the trash can or as a regional appetizer to now being a center stage, center of the plate, spotlight on the commodity. Everybody wanted in. And people were lining up to talk to us. And so that's how I got on the wing business. <laughs> wow. That's unbelievable. <clears throat> Rob, you got a question? You know, this is probably more, I don't know, nebulous than how did you get into the business? But the first thing I wanted to ask is, in your opinion, what makes the best buffalo sauce? Anybody can make a cheap one. What makes a good buffalo sauce? You know, I like the first thing that popped into my head when you asked that is Frank's Red Hot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Another Hall it's, of Flame inductee. Oh, so good. Yep, but it's the base. Yep, it's, sure. it's the base. It's what you start with and what you build on and the reliability of that base. It's like a foundation in a building, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to start with a good foundation and then you build on it. I would not ever want to eat Frank's Red Hot on a wing if that's the only thing that I was being <laughs> given for saucing. But, right. but it's not a bad place to start. Stan, have you ever had Frank's Red Hot ice cream? Oh, God, no, but I've heard. Oh. In fact, I think I heard you guys talk. <laughs> we, we have had we Frank's have. Red Hot ice cream made I by Rob. To an episode, I, had, I, I listened it. to an episode of your podcast where I had the same visceral reaction as whoever it was I was hearing yes. tell me about their visceral reaction to wing sauce and ice cream in the same sentence. It just didn't work for me either. Well, I will, I will say this. The Frank's Red Hot ice cream was not bad. I I, I kind of enjoyed it. The ranch flavored ice oh, cream that was awful is the worst that thing you terrible. could ever put in your mouth. It's disgusting. I think some things are meant to be enjoyed together, and other <laughs> things are those not. Those are not two yes. things. <laughs> it wasn't sweet enough. It really was just cold ranch dressing. It was it was awful. terrible. For, frozen mm, ranch not dressing. For me. It was awful. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Um, so Stan, we read off a lot of your accomplishments, Hall of Flame member, 
all that kind of good stuff. What would you say are you most proud of? Your one accomplishment that when you look back on your life, you're like, that's a good one. Well, you know, I don't think there is. I can look back and, and not try to find one. I think the one thread that's a common thread throughout all the stations that I've stopped at in life has been something that others would call architecture. I don't call it that, but it's kind of the same as that because it's it's bridge building. Hmm. It's bringing people and things together that ought to be brought together. And I've had a pay it forward kind of mentality in my career where I'm always the first in on something that interests me to jump in with full commitment and help make it better and do anything in my power to make it better. And in the franchise world, as is much the, very much the same case in the wing world, which if you listen to my podcast, which drops Wednesday at noon, which is a much better time than Eric's Saturday for the special edition. <laughs> you know, we got to take advantage day. of the national, national wing day. <laughs> wing day. We listen, I admire you for staying true. I admire you for doing it. But on my podcast, which will drop Wednesday, you know, I talk about um, people in the franchise industry are very unique and people who come to the franchise world for the first time if they come to a franchise convention the international franchise association puts on every year thousands of people from all kinds of different businesses come that are franchise businesses and they are blown away when they see the synergy and the camaraderie of the franchise world you can see i'll use for an example you can see the CEOs of Buffalo Wild Wings, Wing Stop, Wing Zone, um, Wing and On, in the same room, sharing on a panel openly, and helping people get a leg up on their business. Now, nobody's going to the extent of sharing recipes or anything like that, but right, you would you would you'd be hard pressed to ever go to a local chamber of commerce meeting. Mm-hmm. and find direct competitors being as open and as caring and sharing as as they are at an international franchise association convention. And in fact, on the episode that airs on Wednesday, Drew and I talk about that, Drew Sirs of the Wing King. We talk about how the Wing Fest in so many ways mirrors the franchising community. Because the festival every year is like the Super Bowl. We all come together. There are people, companies, brands uh, from all over the world. We've got restaurants last couple of years that have come from the UK, from Mexico, from Australia. And these guys are coming to Buffalo and showcasing their products and their sauces. 30, 40, 50 restaurants. I don't know how many there'll be this year. But literally, the wings are provided by the festival, and the wings are awful. It's not about the wings. Because you know? <laughs> the festival provides that. So it's U.S. foods. It's, you know, it's some whatever it is. It's, sure. just, it's whatever you get. It's not the wings you'd order if you had a choice. It's like, do I want Sky Vodka or do I want Grey Goose? Right? <laughs> You're not getting Grey Goose at the festival. <laughs> but... You're getting some 100 different styles of of saucing and yeah. flavor profiles, yeah. and you're getting yeah. amateur competitions and professional restaurants um, showcasing and 
and broken out in categories from teriyakis to barbecue to traditionals to hot to really hot and a hundred different plus minus a hundred different styles of wings with cold beer all weekend and on an NFL field. Come that's on, a great that, that's a great day. Where else are you going to go get that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowhere. Right. That sounds fantastic. So it's, it's about the sauce at the festival and of course, and, it, and it's just so the community is so rich. The community is as rich as it is in franchising. The community is as rich as the tastes and flavors of the sauces. It really is a very, very close knit um, space. People in the in this chicken wing space just really very caring, very, very loving. It's a great community of people that come together at the festival every year. That's a that's a cool. really great point, Stan, and that's something that we kind of talk about regularly. Uh, we didn't realize there was a community around yeah. wings. And as we do this podcast, people reach out like yourself, people in the industry or our friends at Saucebox, and the people mm-hmm. that just kind of send us stuff. And it's like, hey, we like this as well. Thanks for joining the community. Come in. And everybody's just been so welcoming. Um, so I'm curious, you, you talk about the festival. You have chaired the Hall of Flame since, I think, 2006. And then the festival's been around since about 2001. How long have you been involved with the festival? The festival's been around since 02. 02, okay. So. I, I've been around since 03. And I sold my interest in Wing Zone in 06, at which time Drew, the Wing King, and mm-hmm. I had become extremely, extremely close friends. We started with, we had a rocky start, but we became really, really, really good friends. And in 06, Drew said, when I told him I was out of wing zone, he said, oh, boy, we got a problem. And I said, what What kind of problem? You're not going to come back to Buffalo anymore. And I said, of course I'm going to come back to Buffalo. No, you're not going to come back to Buffalo. Well, Drew, why would you say that? And he said, because it's true. And I said, based on what? And he said, based on the fact that I'm born and bred here. This is my home. And what I know is, is that when people don't have a reason to come to Buffalo, they don't come to Buffalo. That's a good point. You just sold your reason. Mm. You're not coming back. And I said, you're out of your mind. Of course I'll come back. (laughs) Well, long and the short of it is, on that note over a beer, Drew and I created the National Buffalo Wing Hall of Flame. And we created it as a vehicle to keep us tethered to have a reason to continue talking through the year, to continue noodling and brainstorming, which is the thing that made us the friends that we've become from 03 to 06, because he's got a great marketing mind. I call him the P.T. Barnum of, of the chicken wing, chicken wing world. He's, <laughs> right. That's he's, cool. We need it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Vince McMahon. He can dream up anything, you know, and, and then make it happen. And he created this persona of the wing king, and he created all of the fun stuff with the competitive eaters that have made this festival so, so much fun that, you know, I told him, there's no way I'm not going to come back, but he kind of put insurance policy around that. <laughs> and we created the Hall of Flame as just a way to kind of tie that together. It started out being nothing more than just a web-based, you know, we throw up on the web um, who's going to be invited to be uh, voted for in the coming year. And then we started asking people to give us suggestions for inductees. The first inductee was Ivano Toscano, or the, it was Anchor Bar. It was Teresa yep. and Frank Bellissimo. Mm-hmm. And 
it was it was um, an, an expression of honor for where it all started. Of course. Sure. And then the next year, we had to say, okay, well, they were first in, and look at what they did to get the ball rolling. But in 07, you know, the next logical people to induct were the founders of Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, who took it public and made it a global event instead of just a regional one. And then we went down the road from there. I think Frank's Red Hot might have been next. Mm-hmm. Antonio Swad, the founder of Wingstop. My partners, Matt and Adam, got in the mix somewhere. And it just built and built and built. We had some real estate given to us at the airport by uh, Delaware North and the mayor's office. And we were able to showcase our Hall of Flamers in the airport. That's cool. And it That's just, awesome. It, started becoming, awesome. It, it became more important and it became a bigger deal. And 2011, we inducted Bill Murray into the Hall of Flame. Yeah. Wow. Because without his eclectic role in a 2001 movie, Osmosis Jones, Don Esmond, columnist for the Buffalo News, never would have written the column after watching the movie in which Bill Murray played some eclectic character whose dream was to go to Buffalo and to become the, the winner of the eating contest at the Buffalo Wing Fest. There was no Buffalo Didn't Wing exist, Fest yeah. when that movie was made. That's crazy. So Don Esmond wrote about that and said, why isn't there a Buffalo Wing Fest? And guess who read that column? Drew Serza. <laughs> there you go. Drew is in the wing. He was in the food brokerage world then. He was a marketer working with um, national brands and helping with product placement in supermarkets and things like that. So he had a promoted, promoted, kind of a promoter's kind of a background. And he said, I can do this. I love it. And he stepped, stepped up and did it. Um, so O2 was the first festival and it was a mess. They were, <laughs> they were featuring wings that got frozen and dropped into turkey fryers, frozen into hot oil. I mean, it was a train wreck. Yikes. There were fires. There were all kinds of problems. Oh, my goodness, man. But the restaurants that came told Drew, this festival was an absolute mess, but I've never seen this many people having such a good time before. (laughs) And and the next year, they came back, and and more came with them. And every year since, except for COVID in 2020, Mm -hmm. this festival has gained incredible momentum you get 50 60 thousand people a year coming from as many as all 50 Dang. states and wow. 40 or 50 countries unbelievable God, from around wild. the world so that's it, an nfl game yeah deal. easily yeah <laughs> yep it's become a big deal and and the hall of flame has become a big deal with it and we're really proud every year we give a lot of thought you know, the Hall of Flame committee, I chair it since its inception, which was me and Drew creating it. They snuck up on me in 21 and inducted <laughs> me behind my back. I love that story. That's so great. I really do. It's fantastic. And, uh, I'm literally going to, I've missed the last few years, but I had a back problem and we had a COVID problem the year before that. So I've not been back to claim my, my trophy. And Drew said, it's amazing. There's never been anybody inducted into the Hall of Flame that's been a carryover for three years. Oh my gosh! And this this year, I'm finally finally going to go collect my honors. There yes. we go. Oh, good for you. Your triumphant return. You got to wear yeah. that shirt. It's going to be a ton of fun. I think you really should yeah. wear the shirt to get your your reward. <laughs> Let's make a statement well, here, Stan. It's going to take a whole lot of vodka to do that. <laughs> so I want to let David ask you a question, but before he does. You were inducted. You didn't know that you were going to be inducted in the Hall of Flame. What was that feeling like when they said, Stan, you're in? 
Drew and I talked about that on the episode that airs on Franchise Today this Wednesday, and I told him. Spoiler Drew, alert. I couldn't, be- <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, spoiler alert. I couldn't believe it. I said, I would, I've, for all the years that we've been doing this, I've never even for one moment stopped to consider the fact that in any world I'd be inducted myself. Hmm. And that you did this is like I just didn't see it coming. Mm. I just never, I never thought that my name would be associated with the Hall of Flame in any way more than, which was plenty for me, being the chairman from inception to the current day. Yeah. Who could ask for more than that? And bam, here I am. Wow. (laughs) I really like, I love the idea of friends that have come together to like build this thing and then the, the one sneakily like, recognizes the other one like i love that because I, I it sounds like you guys yeah. are your you, friends you have a good time with each other and just to come together to build this for somebody else and then to get recognized yourself i know that felt pretty good yeah and you know our hall of flame committee is a pretty esteemed group brian whitman is with the walt disney organization and um, don esmond the columnist who wrote the story that is the reason we have a festival is mm-hmm. on the board um, Scott Lowry, co-founder of Buffalo Wild Wings, and myself as chair. And so we take it pretty seriously, and we have a lot of fun. And each year we get to do the Friday night Hall of Flame. The mayor usually shows up, and the cameras are all there from the oh, media. Oh, Very nice. The eaters are all there. Joey's there. Badlands is there. Um, Mickey Sudo, all of the big eaters. And it's just a big event. And... It's kind of a neat thing that the festival has so many moving parts and so many pieces and parts that attract different people and different demographics for different reasons. So everybody may have their number one reason for being there, but nobody's coming and staying just for that. It's it's the whole weekend. It's the yeah. it's kind of like a, a recipe. Nothing's a la carte. It's, it's the full blast. It's the whole meal. The whole event, yeah. Yep. That's fantastic. We got to get up there, boys. Yeah, we do. We yeah. got to figure out. We start jet, planning right now for next year. Go. We got to get that jet gassed up. <laughs> uh, make it there, David. You got a question for Stan? Yeah, just being being local in Atlanta, um, we've we've tasted a lot of wings. What's your favorite local wing place? Oh, this could this could God, get tested. Question. Great question. <laughs> Put them on the hot you seat. Know, had to it's pretty it's pretty hard for me to tell you that i have one because i'm not sure there is one i mean it's got to be a best one out of what you got i mean i'll go to three dollar cafe okay I'll, okay yeah okay i'll go to um hmm, locally close to me i think there's a place that until recently was very consistent of late they've not been as great every time, all the time, but it's a place called Paradise Grill. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. I'm very familiar with them. Yep. Right down the street from me. That, you same can get here, right from Everything at that restaurant. They make everything. Their menu and is that's, gigantic. That's yes. the problem, I think, is it depends on who's in the kitchen at yep. night. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had really, really, because I like mine a little more crispy. I like mine. Same. Yeah, I like my yes. wings yep. wet. I like them. <laughs> I like well a oil wing. <laughs> it's fine. We can agree to like disagree. Soft, but I don't want them drowning. Sure. And, yeah. And Paradise has been good for that. I was quite shocked by the experience I had bringing food home for the first time from the Anchor Bar in 
at the town center. Yep. Yep. Blew me away. Blew me away because in Buffalo, the Anchor Bar is no. I mean, I go there every year. I have to go. My pictures on the wall. Um, it's Mecca. You have got to be sure. Yeah, I mean, that's where it all started. But not like this Ford one. Motor Company. They'll always be the first car. They'll never be the best. Mm-hmm. And an Anchor Bar will never be best. But I go, and and so I was surprised when I went there here in in Atlanta and found the wings were pretty darn good. They were. Mm-hmm. They came home with me, which is a fifteen or twenty minute ride, mm-hmm. and they held up pretty well. I think. But they finished they third. Third, I think. I think yeah. Third or fourth. Yeah. Third or fourth last year with us. So, Stan, have you tried Moon's Wings and Hibachi? I haven't, but I've been hearing about on Canton Road, and I hear yes. a lot about them. I they're on, highly they're recommend. On my hit list. It's a sleeper. Highly recommend their wings. I've ridden by the place and said, mm, I don't think exactly. so. Exactly. Everybody says Everyone that. does that. Yeah, don't. Don't. Dude, keep I'm, going in, get those wings. Yeah, I mean, it, it's compelling. I've heard too many people yeah. suggest and recommend. So ask me who my favorite wings in the world are instead of my favorite wings in Atlanta, and it would be much easier to give you an answer to that well, question. Let's hear it. But, Where is it? What you right, got? So, there are two rest. There are two names that I'm going to share. One is a single unit. It'll never be more. You'll never find their product anywhere but there. It's in Buffalo on Allen Street, and close to downtown, right off of Delaware Avenue. And the name is appropriate because the name is Gabriel's Gate, mm. and the wings are heavenly. Huh? Okay. Really okay. good. As, as a larger entity, larger corporation, where you can find their wings in more than one place, but find the consistency of the experience in every one of those places you go to, there is nobody on the planet that does better than Duff's. Duff's Famous Duff's. Wings in I've Buffalo. Never, I've never had Duff's. They must not be down here. Well, they were here for a little while, they had, but it was way south of town. They had a... They had a transplant from Buffalo that, that came to uh, someplace like, not Peachtree City, but some, somewhere near there. And had Noonan, a, a restaurant there for yeah. a few years, but COVID took them out. Uh, um, they'll be back. We're coming back here. So I'm working with Duff's now and helping them franchise. Um, that brand is just amazing. Their wing starts out. They, they've got a preparation method that that assures extra crispy without being asked for mm. and their sauces talking about language fact, they'll tell you rob's on, getting excited on their, on their hats on their shirts our hot is really hot <laughs> okay so extra they start by telling you medium is hot our hot is really hot <laughs> rob you and might so just they, need to get unsauced i just started sweating <laughs> sounds like right up my alley but dust is my kind of wing because it's prepped to be extra crispy with a little bit more of a tinge of flavor and they've got a reputation in a and a just a marketing program that i think is going to help them become every bit as powerful and important to their following as chick-fil-a is to theirs as wow. in and out burger Ooh, is to theirs wow, as, wow. it's got bold that kind of marketing i love cachet. that though okay. burger for texas yeah, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, there are certain brands that just happen around you, and you can't stop it. Yeah, yep. that's Duff's. 
And they and need to oh, spread. Like those are the brands that need to go nationwide. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So Duff's famous wings is one to watch and watch for. And I think that um, as they continue to grow, guys like you that are aficionados beyond the pedestrian, we're aficionados, go, yes. guys. Hey, we have eaten wow. a lot Spoil of words. Uh, yes. <laughs> Man, I'd add that to my resume. Ooh, <laughs> wing aficionado. I like that. Uh, I'm gonna steal that. It's good. That's All right. Be, so that's Sam, gonna be my uh, that's gonna be my uh, hashtag is hashtag audio wing engineer wing wing aficionado. Wing aficionado. There you go. So Stan, we've got one question that we ask everybody on this podcast. But before we get to that, Corey, do you have a question for Stan? Um, Stan, what what's been your what's been your favorite? moment i think i mean they um it was asked um i think it was asked something similar but what's been your favorite moment of being a part of the wing community specifically i think it's watching and seeing the passion that comes with all of these companies that bring people from all around the country they bring their team to buffalo at a time of year that's extremely inconvenient. Labor Day weekend. <laughs> on the, the, right at the, yeah. the precipice of the NFL season yep. kicking off. College football is starting, and that is so important. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know what your politics are, but, I mean, I don't want to bring that into the discussion, but as the result of the current climate we're in, labor is a bit of a problem. But And... To bring people from around the country and bring your people out of your restaurants and and bring them to Buffalo on Labor Day weekend at the front doormat of of prime time for your restaurant is a huge sacrifice. So if you're doing yeah. that, you're doing that because you're filled with passion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it with purpose and you're coming to participate. And the thing I think that I love most is seeing that bright sparkle in the eyes of those restaurants that come, whether they are small and independent they're you know some of the large chains come too but it's kind of like a level playing field it's like having a website you know whether you are 150 and 200 units or you're a single unit you if somebody's on your web page you're as big as life and you're as big as anybody else the level the, the field is leveled yeah mm-hmm. and so when these guys come and they compete in blind taste tests for most creative sauce for the best in flavor profiles nobody's immense and nobody's tiny everybody's equal yeah you've got a you've got a compelling opportunity here to to put forth your best and and get a judge to go wow and seeing that and the commitment that people put into by coming and attending and participating is i think the most gratifying thing in the world is to is to meet them Mm -hmm. with the same kind of passion in return so i spend a lot of time at the festival hanging out with people that are coming for the first time and talking it up and helping them understand the rules of the road and giving them some understanding as to how to approach the the weekend and how to make the most of it and how to make certain that you're going to get something out of this that's going to be worth what you've invested and make the juice worth the squeeze yeah and <laughs> yeah i love that saying and that's, that's well, maybe that'll be us one day yeah Adam, we'll get up there and we'll 
Get to hang out with Stan all weekend long. Hey, I'm we, saying next year we do this live. We, we are wing aficionados. I think we, I think we have a year. We can plan this. Next year we do it live. Let's make you it come happen. next year and literally we've had live streams on video. We've had the Food Network. We've had Emerald Lagasse with his fryers. We've had we had Bobby Bobby Flay come and do a throwdown with Drew Serza. Wow! And it was done at the Anchor Bar, and Drew won. Well, I don't know who any of those people are. (laughs) They clearly were in a wing-based podcast. (laughs) Bobby Bobby Flay is a huge food network. I know. I just (laughs) I saw that episode. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) And literally, you come there and do something, do anything. Just bring your passion because it's the same thing that I'm talking about in the restaurants that I see in you guys. Eric, what you brought to me. Mm-hmm. And our conversation is just as salt of the earth as anything could be. You know, a bunch of guys who've been together for years and years and years and just hanging out, eating wings, drinking beer, talking about things. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Where does it get more baseline grassroots than that? <laughs> Everybody it does so it. Simple. We're just the ones that record it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I think I heard one of your episodes that I went back and listened to. I thought, I can't remember whose statement it was, but it was about how nice it is that we're in front of microphones talking to each other, but let's get some participation. Let's get people talking to Mm -hmm. us. Let's get us communicating with them. And you're on your way. You're going to do that. We'll get there. (laughs) Eventually. For sure. So, Stan, we got to know, are you a traditional or a boneless guy? All right, I have a problem with the question. So yes, yes. <laughs> I want you to have a problem with the question. Yes. Go ahead. That's the, that's the right answer. You could ask me if I'm a traditional or a flavor guy. You could ask me if I'm a dry rub or a sauce guy. Drum or flat. Ranch or blue. You can ask me if I'm a drum or a flats guy. You can ask me am I um, naked or <laughs> red guy? See, thank God. Okay, that, that's what he meant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking chicken wings, but, Rob. <laughs> but part of your question had nothing to do with wings. Amen. That's right. There yeah. you go. That's right. Yeah. So there's a place for boneless. Agree. Tenders. But chicken tenders, nuggets. But, but Saucy I nuggets. Yeah. But I wouldn't compare those to wings. Not a wing. Mm-mm. There's a place for pizza, right? I mean, yeah, that's right. pizza and wings go together, but they're not the same thing. And boneless <laughs> tenders, boneless or tenders are not wings. Nope. Um, you know, there was an economic reason for that to occur. Yeah. Just as there was an economic reason for thighs to be attempted mm-hmm. when menus were, for the first time in ever in history, were putting wings at market price because they were so through the roof. So people had to get creative and they had to be able to continue to take care of the taste and the palate that people wanted to satisfy. What else can we throw wing sauce on? and be kind of in the ballpark we've had hog wings at the festival for a few years and it's gone over really well it's pork um it but it's not wings i'm sorry yeah. no yeah, yeah, sure. you can't yeah. call it a wing. <laughs> right. i'm right so i went the long way around the world because you drew and you struck a nerve with your question <laughs> yes that's what we want you know what we though, need to i have good nerves. news stan all your history in the wing community and the hall of flame none of that matters you answered the question correctly, so you're allowed in the community. <laughs> Welcome. 
Oh, well, I thought I was already in the community. You're in the wings and things community now, officially. Thanks for allowing me to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're glad go. to have you. <laughs> I'm glad to be had. <laughs> All right. Well, Stan, we appreciate your time, man. This has been such a great conversation, and I know that there will be more conversations to come in the future. Um, if there's anything that you ever need to use our podcast to say, please let us know. And we will have you back on in a moment's notice. Well, it would be a proud honor to do that. I've enjoyed listening to the episodes that I've been plugging into. I really, really appreciate your passion around this. My dog is telling you hello. Thank you too. <laughs> um, I love dogs. And, yes. and of course I'm going to honor my commitment. I've had conversations already with Drew Sears and Scott Lowry, both. And they both look forward to making an appearance here as well. So, oh, thank you so whoa. much. That's going to be so breaking great. news. That'll be a blast. You guys have that coming your way. That'll be a wow. Blast. That's thank incredible. You. Thank you. So appreciative. Unbelievable. That's amazing. So we will have a uh, episode completely dedicated to Drew Sirs of the Wing King. The Wing King. And then we'll have Scott Lowry on. And uh, hopefully, we're going to try to get him for the finale of our Buffalo Wild the Wings Buffalo Wild Wing tournament. season. Yeah. Get him. Just make sure that Matt is there because Scott is a musician, or Scott is a he, he follows regional bands. He loves regional bands. So oh, he and Matt Corey, will have, well, I have a I have to have a conversation with him because that's well, yeah. my day job. <laughs> Corey's is, also in one. I, I, I also yeah. tour as a, as a <laughs> yes. national touring act. Well, fantastic. So yeah. you'll, you'll have more to talk with Scott about then than just wings. Definitely. Uh, Thanks so much, Stan. We appreciate your time, man. Thank you, Stan. Stan it was my pleasure. We look Thanks, forward to guys. talking we'll, again, bud. Yes. Thank you so fun. much. Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate you doing that, and have really enjoyed being here. Peace Thanks, and love, Stan. bud. Yep. Boys, we made it. That was amazing. We made it. That was so much fun. We are interviewing celebrities in the wing community. We are interviewing wing community royalty. Legends. legends. Legends, royalty, celebrities, all of it. Like, unbelievable. I'm, my mind is still blown. That was a fantastic time talking to Stan. I told y'all he was the nicest guy on the planet. He really That's is. super sweet. Yeah. He's very, very sweet. And again, I say this a lot. I, I never realized there was a wing community. And yet everybody that we meet in the wing community is just so nice. Yeah. Like they're genuinely good people. Yeah. Is that a pre rep You it, it might be, be a might bad be. person. Are we going to be allowed? Well, no, and because like you wouldn't wings. be here, just, David. Oh, it doesn't man. <laughs> We're not in the wing community. I know that. <laughs> that was harsh. He knows I love him. Oh, yeah. Man, thanks so much to Stan again you, Stan. for joining yes, us. Thank you, Stan. I cannot wait to talk to Scott and Drew. And Drew? Like, yeah, that's, that's going to be yeah, awesome. going to be incredible. Um, but in order to talk to Scott, we got to get down to three sauces. We do. From Buffalo Wild Wings Ooh. so that we can talk to him on the finale. We got a big finale. Yeah. couple of matchups today. Yeah. This is going to be huge. Rob, what we got? All right. Starting off, as promised, the Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Caribbean Jerk versus Teriyaki. Before before we you tell us about the other one, do y'all want to know what me? I'm sorry. No, do y'all okay. want to know what jerk seasoning I do is, because we do had this wanna, conversation last time. Do you want to know now or do you want to know? I want to know now. Okay. So this is according to Wikipedia. So top of the line research Absolutely. has been done it's all true. for this. Jerk, it's a style of cooking native to Jamaica. 
in yeah. which meat is dry rubbed or wet marinated with a hot spice mi- mixture called Jamaican jerk spice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the meat is normally chicken or pork, and the main ingredients of the spicy jerk marinade sauce are allspice yep. and scotch bonnet peppers. So not sweet. Typically not sweet. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to look. Yeah. Okay. So jerk seasoning primarily consists of allspice and scotch bonnet peppers. I literally just said that. Thanks for repeating yourself, Wikipedia. Other ingredients may include cloves, cinnamon, uh-huh. scallions, no, that's nutmeg, the, that's thyme, from. garlic, brown sugar, there ginger, soy sauce, and salt. So, so jerk can have everything in it. <laughs> basically. So there's there's a little bit of sweetness in the brown sugar, a little bit of the cinnamon kind of gives that that sweetness too, but I I expect jerk to be more not spicy in a heat level, but just a, a bunch of flavors that all combine together. With just a touch of heat. Like yeah. jerk to me, it's it's not hot when you're eating it, but when you're done eating it. You kind of got to dab your forehead a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this one, when it was sweet the first time, kind of threw me through a loop. I knew mm-hmm. that there was sweet jerk, but that was not what I was expecting here. Yeah. Now I know what I know what's coming. So Yeah. All right. Tell us about our second matchup. Second matchup, barbecue. Not just barbecue. Sweet barbecue. Sweet barbecue. Sweet barbecue. Versus hammin jalapeno jammin jalapeno jammin jalapeno whatever you want to call it however you want to pronounce it all of those and this is the one that surprised me now i don't know if i had just burnt my taste buds last time but it was it was not spicy it was peppery it was smoky but it was not spicy we'll see you got your towel i do Nice. I brought Man. I brought one of those like cooling yep. towels right here that, that you know like the wetter it gets the cooler it gets. Rob, to... you have your sour patch kids. I do not. Mm. Braylon oh, didn't send me a box this episode. Wait, Braylon. Yikes. Jeez. He's gonna way to drop a ball, Braylon. You're gonna make him cry. No, it's okay. <laughs> and then I, I have to deal with that's that. my buddy. And no. <laughs> All right. So, what are we starting with, boys? Um, I'm gonna dive. Okay, so. I'm starting off biased. I know that I'm going to like the teriyaki more than I like the jerk. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into the jerk so that I can finish with the teriyaki. All right. So teriyaki and Caribbean jerk is our first matchup. So and I'm, I'm we're going to start first. with the jerk. All yeah, right. The jerk. So we're starting with the jerk. Um, now would have been a good time to talk about all the uh, flavors that are in jerk seasoning while you guys are eating. But we did it out of order, which is which is fine. I could just read this oh, Wikipedia. I taste the nutmeg. You taste the nutmeg. Uh, I can just read fun things on this Wikipedia page. Um, During the invasion of Jamaica in 1655, the Spanish colonists freed their enslaved Africans who fled to the Jamaican countryside. All right. Initial. Thank you. Initial. (laughs) Thank you for talking about the um, opinion. They're too messy. I got it all over my fingers. Beyond the first joke. Um, response. Little spicy. Little spicy. Smoky. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Very good flavor, though. Great flavor. A lot going Spicier on. Spicier than I remember. <clears throat> There's a lot of flavor. Yeah. 
this is, is. This, this is, is more what I expect from Jerk. I'm not hating it though. I'm it's not getting sweeter no. than I like normally. I'm not still getting the sweet though. Like I mean, I'm it's sweet. I get sweet, sweet, but I'm getting all of the other flavors. I feel yeah. like last time it was just sweet. Yeah. was all I got. But I'm tasting hot, like the the traditional Jerk flavors like you said the nutmeg and the cinnamon and like i taste all that that's not the i know but that's not the that's not the flavor i think of when i think of jerk that like that those are the sweet flavors that i know that there is a version of jerk that exists in that world but this i, I want to go to bahama really breeze good. and have jerk chicken pasta that's that's the problem i'm having i have this nostalgia is the hell of a drug i have this memory of this really great dish that has been flavored in jerk and this is not it. And so I may be judging this unfairly, but very sweet, little hot tongue is tingling. I like it. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan too. Like yeah. I'm, I think Corey's going to like it cause it's got that spice. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey, what do you think? Uh, I could eat a lot of these personally. I love how all the flavors don't, dilute one another you can yeah. actually oh that's a good point you you can taste everything pretty evenly mm-hmm. the and the spice doesn't take away from any of that to yeah, me. it's like it's like layered it's layered yes, yes. absolutely yeah. it's layered very very well but there's this nothing also, yeah. nothing overpowers the other thing no and that's what i think of when i think of jerk i think of layers of flavor mm-hmm. yep absolutely and that's that's what i'm getting so um this that one's, was this one's gonna be tough for me because i really like that jerk that was a really good wing. Rob, you already diving right. in there? We're moving on to teriyaki. Where Rob is, mm. Rob is contemplating. That is a really good teriyaki wing. Ma'am. That's Ooh. very strong teriyaki. That's everything yeah. I want in a teriyaki wing. Mm-hmm. It's not weak. It's tangy. It's sweet. Mm. I'm there are there are some versions of teriyaki that you get that are watered down. They're weak. They're this is not that. Mm-hmm. The I'm, ginger is in there. It's, I'm gonna have a hard time. I I already know this my is, decision. I mean, I, super teriyaki. It's everything you want from teriyaki. But I already have my vote. Mm. I'm ready. Let's hear from Corey on the teriyaki first before you decide. I agree. It's everything in teriyaki. It tastes like teriyaki. You're right, Rob. There's a lot of teriyaki sauces that are very watered down that don't really have that flavor that you're expecting from them uh, with a touch of soy, with the you know the touch of everything else. But yep. this has kind of a good balance of that teriyaki flavor. But I do have my I, I have my joys, too. So I like the wing, too. I do. Mm-hmm. Very good teriyaki wing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear it, boys. Roy, oh, Rob, we didn't Sarzo. hear your opinion. <clears throat> yeah, let's hear. It. Well, I'm afraid that my opinion is not going to matter <laughs> because y'all are like, oh, I got my, I got my pick. Oh, it will matter. Okay. Well, I don't. I think, I think it, it will. Still could, I have a feeling your vote close. is going to matter. Um, we might have to go to the studio audience. <laughs> We're going to have to save your vote. We're going to save your vote for last. Okay. Um, we already know. No, Rob. that that teriyaki is so good. Like it's it's solid. When I, it reminds me of teriyaki chicken from panda express i know last 
episode we did the orange chicken and yeah. we're like this orange chicken tastes nothing like panda express mm-hmm. but if you ever go to panda express i know rob you don't but well, if you I, ever I, do I eat their teriyaki chicken it's just the that, orange chicken. that little sauce oh, that little yeah. cup of sauce uh-huh. that they give you with that yeah that's exactly what it tastes mm-hmm. like yep and that's like when i think of teriyaki like we've talked about this before it's the same sauce that when you walk you can't do it now, but like think 1999 to 2002, you'd walk through the mall food court and sample chicken, sample chicken, and it was the teriyaki chicken, and that sauce yeah. was just oh, it, it was amazing. so good. Yes. this is that. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. um, yes, all three of you are going to have to go first because I'm well, undecided ahead, at the Let's moment. I am uh, shockingly going to go teriyaki. And I feel unshocking. I, I really do feel I'm going to predict this. I think David and Corey are both going to pick Caribbean jerk. Oh, you gosh. And it's really going to leave it up to you, Eric. You do so not just know me. be prepared. Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> I'm trying to prepare myself. I as good as the teriyaki was, I, I, I have to stay tried and true. That jerk was unbelievable. I'm going with jerk. Corey's going for the spice. Yep. Yep. All right, David. You don't know me. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> oh, is he going to do this to spite me? You're not my real but, dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm picking Ooh. Caribbean jerk. Oh, see, yeah, I don't know. It was it just all. the layers of that. The layers the of flavor. So yeah. good. There was a, it was there was just a lot going on, but it, really it was, was well balanced. Nothing overpowered. Like there was spice. There was flavor. It was sweet. There was smokiness. It was just there was a lot of depth. He really was good. Yeah, so. very much so. Cross. So, <laughs> I think when we're when we're done with this, we're all, when it's all said and done, we need to have an extra episode where we do Parmesan garlic versus teriyaki. Mm. Uh, wait, um, okay. Because I'm picking Caribbean jerk. That was uh, the last round, wasn't it? N- no, we no. just did teriyaki, sir. I okay. know, and we just did put no. I, Parmesan garlic lost to medium. Lost to medium. Oh, you're right. And you're teriyaki. Right. I picked right. Caribbean I was, jerk. I was, is that to put them back in? That's like the big three, though. It's, and, it, and, is that a wild? I, I just want to. I just want to. I just want them again. You basically, just want them again. Let's <laughs> like, do it. It's our let's, show. We can do whatever we want. Let's go. To, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings and we'll just get Parmesan garlic and teriyaki. We just go and we don't record it. We just go. Yeah, and I, a mess yeah of we totally and, could do that. Yeah. Um, but yes, to clarify, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. going with Caribbean jerk. Um, like well David done. said, the layers, of, layers. of flavor. Um, was just fantastic. Like it's just such a good uh, teriyaki. That's a good wing. It is a good wing. Um, just but magic. I just I just get so many other flavors. Absolutely yeah. more. I, flavors I get one flavor with teriyaki, yep. which is amazing. But I just get so many more flavors yep. with the Caribbean jerk, and it was awesome. Um, wow, those those were two good. That wings. was that was good. Very good. That um, was good. So from two good wings to. Two one and a half wings? good wings. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. So Wait, I know that sweet barbecue did not. Okay. So sweet barbecue last time we weren't happy about it going forward. Well, it, it was just a, a weak matchup. It it went be. up against Blazing Knockout. Well, oh, so yeah, we yeah. were totally like we did the Blazing Knockout, and then we were all just like, no, 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 sweet barbecue wins. Yep. So it kind of it kind of had. It, it limped its way in. I don't think Sweet Barbecue was a one seed, but it played a sixteen seed. Like yeah, there was no 100%. reason, there was no way that Blazing Knockout no. was going to advance. Um, 
so yes, we were not super impressed with Sweet Barbecue, but it advanced because although of who i will was say blazing knockout didn't advance but i don't know stay tuned if you want to hear somebody else eat blazing knockout maybe mm, in the future so. i don't know mm. i don't know we'll maybe it'll happen is this, yeah. uh, is this a little spoiler nah. no nah. spoiler we don't we'll do spoilers just, no, we'll no. just save that <laughs> um we right. will we do have our our little wager at the end of the tournament. We do, about which flavor was going to go all the right. way through. We've yeah. all kept that so, in mind. We've kept it secret. Um, I hope Corey still has those. I had, kept it secret. Kept it safe. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. All right. Lord so of the we Rings, have, great Lord no. of the Rings reference. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rob. We do have the ham and jalapeno and the sweet barbecue. Which one are we starting with, Rob? I am. I, I mean, I'm going to go into the barbecue first. Just okay. in uh, Jalapeno was not spicy last time, but... Who knows? We were like, very it, impressed that it we brought were. the flavor we of a were, jalapeno. Because it tasted like a jalapeno pepper, but it wasn't spicy. But we had also had some other wings. Who knows if we were numb at the time. So I'm going to go barbecue first. That way, if jalapeno is hot, it doesn't ruin the barbecue. Okay. DH very has good. already dove in. Yeah, he's 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 not waiting on you. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah, just as Rob mentioned last time, ham and jalapeno went up against original buffalo um which we had a debate whether or not original buffalo was the same as like medium we still don't know but who knows uh somebody probably knows uh and then like we mentioned sweet barbecue went up against blazing knockout and won by default because none of us wanted to have blazing knockouts again except maybe Corey. Corey might have wanted to have it again so we'll see rob is contemplating his eyes are up to the ceiling as he's chewing and he's deep in thought. Okay. This was probably the best barbecue sauce we've had. Okay. In 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 the flavors that we've had. In the previous round. In the, yeah, definitely in the previous round. Have you ever had those... It's Cape Cod is the brand. And they're mm-hmm. kettle-cooked chips. Yep. It's firecracker barbecue. Quite possibly one of the greatest potato chips ever made. It's sweet, it's barbecue, but it's also got a little spice to it. I agree. This reminds me of that without the spice. This has no burn, but it has that... It's not just out-of-the-bottle sweet barbecue, which is funny because the first time we had this, I think that's exactly how we described it. That is how it was described. This one, however... This is not that same sauce. No. Consistency may be a topic here, but this is a decent barbecue sauce. <clears throat> I don't know if that was a bad wing, but I disagree. Ooh. That was not great. Okay. That was very underwhelming. Hmm. Not good flavor. Just a little bit of barbecue, but I yeah, a, I didn't get a lot there. I didn't get a lot of barbecue on that one either. Interesting. Um, at, like, you're comment about barbecue chips like i've had more barbecue flavor on a chip than i have on that Hmm. wing so last time the sauce i think was better this was not great i would have i would said the exact opposite i would have said this time the sauce was better interesting Corey, what are you i'm not arguing with you i'm just (laughs) i i got more smokiness (laughs) than i actually got barbecue flavor yes and the balance was way off i don't know i wasn't i wasn't I don't know if I ate the barbecue wing last time if I wasn't as as active of a of a role in what we're doing as I am right now. Um, I I didn't care for this one. The barbecue sauce was very 
low, very underwhelming. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I, I don't remember this barbecue sauce from last time, but I think I was just like so amped up to eat the blazing knockout that was, I just like got through it and then I was like, "All right, we got to do this thing." Um so Yeah. I, yeah, it 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 was all right. Um let's move on to jam and jalapeno or ham and jalapeno, whatever you want to say. Uh Rob is wiping down his face and neck. Uh is it, I did that with the barbecue. Is it well, <laughs> that's true. So <clears throat> Oh, sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Yeah. Was... Should have given you the the cough warning. Um It tastes like jalapeno. It's sweet. It's got a pepper to it. The very tip of my tongue, like the front third edge of it, is is kind of tingling. But it reminds me the same thing they remind me of last time. It reminds me of like a Mexican queso cheese dip spice level. Like when there's jalapenos in the cheese, which isn't bad. It's not what I would want for myself, but it's also doable. Um, Flavor-wise, it, it tastes exactly like I thought it was going to. It's, it, like, it's sweet, it's peppery, and it's got a little bit of a bite. Um, that jalapeno flavor is definitely uh, on the front end. Yes. All, right. All of those things. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you just said. <clears throat> sweet, smokiness a little bit. Yeah, it definitely. A it, little, it, little burn. What you would expect from a, a jalapeno sauce. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's almost like a... Almost like a jalapeno like pepper jelly. Yes, that's a yeah, great way to describe great, it. It's a, mm-hmm. it is, yeah. it's a jalapeno it's a pepper jelly. Yeah, I had a Mexican food last night and had jalapenos in my queso, and you had a little. It. I had well, no, no, no. It like <laughs> it came like that, and I didn't ask him. But I had um, <clears throat> buffalo chicken nachos Ooh, with the queso without yeah. jalapeno. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was fantastic. Um, but I'm immediately transported with that wing. I'm transported back to last night having Mexican for dinner and having. Did you have it at the restaurant? Or did you order at home? Uh, we ordered and took it home. Okay, so I That's have a we... hack for you. Okay, because I Mexican restaurant nachos is probably my favorite meal in the entire world. But yeah. fajita you nachos. Order it and t- not even fajita mm-hmm. nachos, but you're right. When this is steak and the chicken, I love fajita nachos. Okay, but. The trick is, if you're not getting it at the restaurant, if you order it and it comes to your house or you go pick it up and you bring it back, by the time you get back, everything's just soggy. You don't get that. So here's what you do. Most of those places, you can actually just order the cheese dip or you can order the fajita cheese dip with the steak and the chicken. You order that and you order a separate bag of chips and you just make your own. Exactly. I like it. When it gets to your house, then you get crispy hot chips with the, oh my goodness. Yeah. I started doing that like, I don't know, three months ago and it just broke my world. That's, that's great. (laughs) That's a great hack. It is. I like that. So we did uh, 10 Lizzie's last night. 10 Lizzie's is good. And did their buffalo chicken nachos. And so you have you, with that one, you kind of have they they put the queso on the side. Yes. So I was very Thank appreciative you. of that. Thank you. But like mm-hmm. you've got the buffalo chicken and the blue cheese crumbles and the oh, tomatoes yeah. and the lettuce and the onions and all that kind of stuff. So you know you kind of they they kind of mix it for you. The thing about Ten Lizzie's, I found they put one thing in every one of their recipes that I don't like. Like there's nothing. I don't know. 
Oh, like it's something hot sauce. different. So <laughs> like pepper. So like for yours, like I'd get it without the blue cheese crumbles. Sure. Or like they they make all these great tacos, but there's always like one. Oh, thing. it's not it's like, the same thing. No, it's, it's always just like, can I get one it ingredient this? that you're like, yes, please exactly. take that out. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you, Corey. What do you think about the jalapeno wing? It was everything I was expecting with the jalapeno. Uh, it tasted the same as last time, so there's a consistency there. Hmm. There was consistency with the sauce. It had the jalapeno flavor that you were expecting. Enough with the sweet and the it just it was good. I liked it. Yeah. All right, we ready to decide? I got my vote. Yep. All right, Rob, yep. kick us off. Um, I, I feel it, it will be futile, and I, I really did want to vote for the jalapeno, but I'm going sweet barbecue. Well, you're wrong. I know. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I, I said <laughs> that specifically because I have a feeling that all three of you I felt called to as well, but I feel sweet barbecue should get at least one. That's why I had you go first, David. <laughs> yes, uh, jam and jalapeno. Corey, uh, jam and jalapeno. Jam and jalapeno. Three Woo! one. Yes. By a long shot. Yeah. Uh, that was not as difficult as the first one. So does that mean jerk versus jalapeno is it will when be they get to the, they get, they, they, get, like, they get a couple weeks to prepare, but yeah, it will be Caribbean jerk versus jam and jalapeno that and the winner tough. will move on to the finals. Oh my goodness. That will be that, tough. Now see that surprises me that these two have made it to the final. Although, that tells me that the other end of the spectrum, the other end of the bracket, may be a little front loaded. Um, what do you what do you mean by that? I just well say more. Okay, so if we're looking at at these four, you got teriyaki, barbecue, jerk, and jalapeno. And then what are the next four? Mild, Nashville hot, Nashville hot, hot, and buffalo, hot and buffalo, buffalo so, rub. A lot of hot in there for you, buddy. Handsome mild. The mild, the buffalo rub. I don't fear the Nashville hot. I don't think that's going to win regardless of who it goes against. And then the hot, I think that's probably gone. But I don't know. Those are two really strong entries. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's going to be interesting. So let me me break it down. So last episode, we had medium and lemon pepper advance um, to the semifinals. This episode, Caribbean Jerk and Jam and Jalapeno have advanced to, to the, the semifinals. semifinals. Next episode, as Rob mentioned, <laughs> we will have the matchups of Mild versus Nashville Hot and Hot versus Buffalo Rub. And the winners of those two matchups will move to the semifinals. Mm, interesting. So, and the semifinals start in two episodes. Are we almost in the final four? Almost down to six. Yeah. Wow. Final, final three in this yeah, bracket. We have final three. We, have, we will have a three for all. I like it. Yeah. So um, we're getting down to it. Three wing circus. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was clever. Wow. You're fired. (laughs) Matt would have liked that. I'm so sad that Matt wasn't here to hear that. Jokes. Gosh. Oh. Okay. I apologize, everyone. No, that was fantastic. I loved it. That was that was actually really good. Um, (laughs) Give me props for that. So yeah, that's it. We're getting down to the wire. We're getting down to the end, boys. This is, uh, I'm kind of sad to see it end. Like, I am because it's been fun. Yeah. I miss trying the different establishments. 
Sure. I I like I, I like what we've done this season. I, I am I am excited to see what sauce wins. Buffalo Wild Wings is just such a, a major establishment. We heard Stan talk about it. they mm-hmm. were the first yep. one to go public. Like they kind of brought wings to the forefront. They deserve <laughs> the attention. I want to try. I want to talk more to Stan. And I want to talk more to the people in the in the local area in the wing community. And I want to start getting recommendations of places we need to start. You want to go uh, back to the WRS and and rank them and Let's do it. Maybe, maybe we revamp the WRS, or maybe yeah. we just go out and we just try some wings. Yeah, like who who says we have to rank? Uh, well, we're gonna rank. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, we're on, gonna tell you if they're good or not. <laughs> come but, on, you know I'm just I don't know. We gotta have know. purpose in this. We do. We do have to have purpose in this. But there's so many wing places around here we haven't tried. Totally. I think we have to start. I think next. I don't know. We'll have to talk about this off here. Yeah, we we will have to have our. We'll, we're gonna start having our season three discussions <laughs> offline. If only you had uh, a good producer. Yeah, I mean, hopefully one day we'll get one. Maybe a real one. Maybe our associate to Don't the producer will get a promotion and not likely. Okay, well, I was trying to help you out, but you know, Matt's Matt's not here, so we we can just do things on our own. We'll just and, do whatever we want. Yeah. So that's all good. Any uh, final thoughts? We'll just do like a general closing final thoughts. I I look back. And it's been a little over a year, and I'm just proud of our little podcast and how we've grown in our community. It was awesome to have Stan on. What a what a great moment for us, and uh, I look forward to more. Yeah. Come a long way in a short time. Right? Yeah. And uh, I'm still, like we said in episode one, listen or don't, we're going to do this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And most uh, people are appreciative so, of, hey, of you guys right. letting it's me fine. be here and a part of this. Um uh, I want to shout out to Earthworks Audio. Yeah, uh, we've got awesome microphones. Uh, a couple of mics that they sent to us. The Ethos mics that sound absolutely incredible. Um, they have pushed the podcast to a new level. I think that's. I think some of that has helped. So yeah, um, it was fun having Stan on. Um, it's been fun being a part of this thing. Yes, definitely. Thank you to Earthworks and these uh, hotter than blazing knockout. Ethos yes. mics. I said that on Instagram. And I was like, I felt, I felt pretty good about yeah, that. Yeah, you felt pretty clever. That was it very got, clever. It, no, got, it got nothing. It got no reaction. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, thanks to Earthworks mics um, for these these uh, microphones, which make us sound beautiful. Uh, and thanks to Corey at Grove House Studios That's for right. letting us be in your studio and handling all of the technical things with these microphones and the recording and the Zoom and all the kind of stuff. Uh, that makes us sound good. Be sure to check us out on social medias at Wing Things Pod on Instagram at Wings Things Pod. Uh, you can check us out on Threads at Wings Wings Plural Things Plural Pod. Uh, and singular. then <laughs> yes, singular. Uh, there's only one podcast. Uh, and then on YouTube, just search for Wings Things Pod. Yep. Um, there's there's be careful there's some other wings things pods Uh-oh. out there on the on the you YouTube on that copycats I mean they haven't published anything okay. in like three years uh, okay. and okay. Okay. they only had like eight episodes and by the time this episode drops we're gonna have like eight episodes and then like a couple shorts and and more some other yeah. things out there so okay I, you know I'm we're trying to trying to just get above them in the search results. There so I think the more we, we put out there on YouTube, 
um, then we'll just kind of elevate our, our, our brand. Just call the king of YouTube, Mr. Beast and see if he can't put it in a word. Yeah. So, uh, so with that said, help us to get above this other no name podcast and, uh, go subscribe to our channel. Smash the like button. Turn on the notifications. <laughs> Interact with us everywhere. Smash yeah. the like button. Yeah. Uh, and if you're out and about having wings, we want to hear about it. Call our Wing Chaser hotline, 770-580-3758. We want to know where you're eating wings and if they're good or if they're bad. You can be like West Virginia Chris and tell us <laughs> that these wings were terrible. But they were good. Mm. But they were good. Mm. Um, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So, thanks so much for joining us. For producer Rob. Peace and love. For associate to the producer, David Howard. Yep. Uh, there you go. For audio engineer, Corey. <laughs> I love you guys. Keep going. I was, I was about to, but I didn't. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.